Journeying into the wilderness, we discover in no uncertain terms that we are vulnerable, we are broken, and we need help from something bigger than ourselves. We are but dust. In this journeying, we discover another truth. We are cherished. We are growing. We are sought after. Yes, we are dust, but that is not the end of our story. On this first Sunday in Lent, the Word of God tells us two things that are absolutely critical to a life-giving Lent. You know, Lent is all always about a journey to, to more freedom, to more life. It's not a time to beat ourselves up, it's a time to get to the end of this journey and realize that, that something new is being born in us. And here are the two things that we need to take to heart on this first Sunday. The first is what we learn from this passage in Genesis about Noah and the flood and the God of the flood. Now you'll remember the story. Remember God in the beginning brought all things into being, gave the human beings a, a world that would sustain them and be a gift to them. All they needed to do was to trust God but of course, by chapter six in Genesis, it doesn't take long, does it? Only a few chapters that we find out the Lord saw that the wickedness of humankind was great in the earth and that every inclination of the, of the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually, that something has gone dramatically wrong. And then guess what it says? It says, and the Lord was sorry that he had made humankind on the earth and it grieved him to his heart. Notice it's not that God is angry, it's that God is sad, God is grieving. You know, what has happened? I gave them everything they could possibly need and look where we are. So the Lord said, I will blot out from the earth the human beings I've created, for I'm sorry that I have made them. Except for Noah, who found favor in the sight of the Lord. And what the story is trying to tell us is that God has to start over. Sometimes that's what happens. The, the potter working with the clay has to say, oh, I just need to start the whole thing over. But then what is absolutely remarkable is that when the flood is over and Noah and the pairs of animals come off the ark, God does something astonishing 
God said to Noah and his sons with him, as for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you. And with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark, I establish my covenant with you that never again, never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of flood. And never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh and the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. Now let's be clear, God announces this never again, not because anything has changed fundamentally with God's creation and God's creatures. That God's unconditional commitment to them is all coming out of the grace in the heart of God. That God has resolved that I am going to be with this creation now and forevermore, never again. Now, how I'm going to get this bunch to discover what life is all about is another story. But never again will I destroy the earth by a flood. See, the first Sunday in Lent, what we first need to know is this never again. That as we begin this journey living in a world full of much wickedness. As we on Ash Wednesday acknowledged all our faults, that our life and the life of this world is governed by the God of never again. And that if we know that, we can then leave the burden of the past behind. We can leave behind all our transgressions, all those things that weigh us down and move forward into Lent. All of which invites us to discover the second thing we need to know. And that is that on this first Sunday in Lent, Jesus is baptized and the Spirit drives him into the wilderness where he does battle with the wild beasts. The angels minister to him. And then he announces that the kingdom of God is at hand. Believe the good news. And what we begin to do this Lent is to follow him. You know, we're freed from the burden of the past. But just because we're freed from the burden of the past doesn't know, mean we, need, we know what this new life looks like, how to live in such a way that will transform the wickedness in this world. But what we're invited to see today is that if we follow him, we will discover this way.
Of course, what we're going to discover is that it is a remarkably challenging way, that it is a way that reveals that the way God wants to deal with the wickedness of this world and the violence of this world is through sacrificial love. The violence of this world is not going to be transformed by violence. It's not going to be transformed because somebody comes into power and says, boy, I'm just going to get rid of all these wicked people. Now, what we're going to find out is that this way of discipleship is a way that says that what's going to transform the world is sacrificial love, love that is willing to take upon itself the wickedness of the world and trust that God can use our love and our forgiveness to give birth to something new. And then, of course, what we're going to discover is that as we get to the end of our Lenten journey, guess what? We have once again, as in every Lent, discovered how hard this is and that like those first disciples, we let Jesus down, we betray him, we don't understand him. But what happens on Easter morn? We are given the ultimate never again. That in spite of letting him down, despite of our betrayals, all of that, that on Easter the voice comes and says, he is not here, he is risen. Go to Galilee, go back to where the whole journey began and we are going to start again. That on Easter we discover that God's patience with us and with this creation is beyond what we could ever imagine. So today let us Hear those words of God never again. That God has made an unconditional covenant with us. And let us hear the call of Jesus to begin to follow him and try to understand what this good news is and what this way of love and sacrifice and service is. And when once again we discover that we don't always get it, that the never again will always come, that forgiveness reigns, new starts reign, that our God's commitment to us is unconditional and forevermore. And thanks be to God for that. An Echo from the Well is a podcast of St. Timothy's Episcopal Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. If you would like to learn more, visit stTimothys.com.